What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, J.H. Gibbons here. And we'll see. And welcome to yet another episode of the Acromas Podcast, episode number 67. 67. Let me say that again. 67 straight weeks we've been bringing you these gems. So what are you doing? Here's what you should be doing. If you are watching, I want you to take a seat, sit back, allow us to come into your ears. If you're watching, allow us to, to bless your eyes with our wonderful faces. Honestly, though, here's what I want you to do. If you're looking at us on YouTube, I want you to hit that like button. I want you to hit that subscribe button. And I want you to hit that notification bell. So the next time you decide to open that YouTube app on your phone, on your tablet, on your PC, wherever, you come on YouTube, you scroll down that feed, and you'll see the Acromas Podcast latest episode on there. You'll be able to watch it most of all. Listen, guys, we have been on this road uh, 66 times, and uh, we'll do it again. It's free to do so. Make sure to do all those things. Jay just put wonderfully. Subscribe, smash that like button. If you really enjoy our content and share it, you also want us to grow with you. How are you feeling about that, Jay? You good? I'm good with that one. That's insane. That's <laughs> insane. Honestly, I, I, I don't, I don't even know what to say about that. There's no mm-hmm. reason why this should be out there without any sort of cost attached. But look, we're, we're giving this to you because we want you to grow. We want to be there to help you grow. We all want to grow together. That's the point of having a community is so that we can all grow together. And speaking of growth, um, last week, of course, we were able to have on one of our favorite guests to come on, Lean Faith. Um, and we had a great conversation when it came to healing and choosing to heal. Oh, yeah. Um, it was dope having Lean on. Um, so I'm getting good feedback about, you know, the positive energy as always. Especially when the three of us get together, you know it's always going to be a good time. So um, learned a lot, another moment growing. And uh, if you haven't had an opportunity to watch that episode, we want you to stop this one right now. Where you at? Go back and check out episode 66. Second, it's, it's sitting right there. And look, as Wilsey said, we were getting some great feedback. Um, one of the questions that we did end up posting in the story is, um, come up with one word to describe heal, right? Or healing in general, just one word. What we heard was forgiveness, we heard challenging, we've heard curative, and I, I gotta say, what, number one, I'm glad that we're getting this feedback on this, but at the same time, these words definitely describe what it means to heal. In order to heal, in order to move past those wounds that you suffered, you have to understand what forgiveness looks like. And yes, it could be very, very challenging to heal from those wounds that you have before, but there's always a way to find that cure. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it'd be a good idea to kind of share our perspective on it, too, to sum it up in one word. I just, I, for me, it would be acceptance. Um, because if you are able to allow yourself to accept where you are in your life at all times, uh, it allows you to be able to recognize areas of development for growth, um, things about yourself that you can address, the shortcomings, all those things we discussed in the last week's episode. Um, and ultimately, you'll be better for those things if you're willing to accept those things in your life in which you can't control, but you can take action on. So, Yep, absolutely. And, and my word, and you mentioned it as well, would be growth. Um, growth for me is, I mean, you, you have to get to a point in your life where you understand 
what has happened in the past and you can get to a point where it no longer damages you that that shows growth right when 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 at one point it would completely cripple you whatever you were going through before it would probably rear its ugly head um when you're around family friends whomever you would you would have these triggers that would put you back to where you used to be but once you've grown past it it no longer affects you it's it's you you still know about it but you've acknowledged it for what it is and you've moved beyond it so um, once again, we, we got to thank Lee for coming on and, and dropping some knowledge as well, dropping those gems. And, you know, speaking of dropping some information, we've got a new website announcement, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, the new Acromas Fitness website will be launched May 31st of this year. That is almost 30 days away. Let me tell you, we were all counting down. So, again, as we talked about this before, the reason we wanted to build this out it's because we wanted to create a central hub for our brand. That includes the Acromus podcast. That includes Acromus Fitness. And that includes everything that has to do with our brand, including what the word Acromus means and why we decided to use that word in order to express our brand, explain it properly, and allow you to be part of our community, right? We'll see. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's an opportunity for you to really delve in to have a real grasp as to what we are truly about um, what our motivations are and, and what we hope to bring into light through which and with everyone's help out there. Um, so yeah, it's gonna give you a real good insight as to what this is all about. And uh, especially for those who have been a part of this journey who have a good concept and grasp of it, but it'll really drive it home so that you can really appreciate, you know, what we're striving to do here. Absolutely, man. And, you know, speaking of journey, I've I've gone on quite a few journeys myself these past few uh, few months. Uh, not too long ago, I, I decided I was going to take an SEO course because I think that would be important to building not just our website, but our brand and understanding exactly what our audience is looking for when it comes to building out a website completely. Um, and that, that for me, um, helped me to build a really, really good habit. So specifically at about 9 p.m. every single day, I told myself that I am going to read or I'm going to listen to a course for 30 minutes. Even if that course is 31 minutes long, I am stopping at that 30 and I'm continuing the next day to finish that one minute off and hop on for the other 29 for whatever course I have left. Same thing for the book. If I'm in the middle of the chapter, at the end of 30 minutes, I'm cutting it off because this is a habit I wanted to build. It is something I wanted to be consistent with, something that I wanted to be able to control and I've been able to do so over these past few weeks. And I got to tell you what, because I've been able to, to consume a lot of these things in bite-sized pieces rather than trying to finish a whole book in, an, in a week or something, I've been able to take valuable notes. I've been able to, to apply what I've learned from that book onto our website as well. So I, I, I would say that for me was a really great habit to build over these past couple of weeks. And I suggest anybody out there, if you are into reading at all, which I look, I encourage you to be, but if you, if you are trying to get through a book, there's no reason to rush. There's no reason to speed read. This is not a race. You want to be able to take that knowledge in and apply it to any aspect of your life, nonfiction or fiction, doesn't matter. Take what you're reading in that book and understand their lessons from it that you can then use in your own life. But We'll see I, that what I just mentioned is a good habit, right? Yeah. On this episode of 
the, the Chromas podcast episode 67, we're going to talk about our worst habits. And I, <laughs> I gotta say, I mean, for me, I, I, I kind of have a, a one A and one B when it comes to worst habits. I, I would say, I'll start off with, let me start off with 1A, right? Because okay. A is something that I really didn't put out there yet. People probably know what 1B is if you heard some of the other um, episodes that we have discussed about habits or about life changes or goals or anything like that. But 1A is something that's a little bit different. So let me let me dive in here for a little while with mm-hmm. A. So I would say that my, my 1A uh, worst habit is not seeing things all the way through. Now, I know that there are other people out there in the community that maybe you don't recognize it for yourself. So let me tell you the telltale signs of not seeing it through, my boy. (laughs) Number one is being able to start something, but then not having the motivation to finish. And I've seen this not just in my my work life, not just with our business life. I've seen it in the gym as well sometimes where I may start on a regimen. I might do it for about three weeks. And before that fourth week, when I'm probably going to change up, change up some exercises, maybe change up the rest period, change up something to allow my body to change. I decide that I I just I don't want to do it anymore. I forget the regimen. I toss it aside, I go back to the drawing board and I start all over again. And mind you, I I don't even plateau, meaning I don't get to a point where I can no longer lift more or do more. I I have more left in the tank and I have a lot more to go through to grow. But for whatever reason, it's like I get get bored of it or I I get to where I'm like, man, I wanna do something different now. Even if my goals have not changed, my approach is altered. So here's why that can be damaging sometimes, specifically for working out. If I'm getting closer to a goal that I've set, you know, for six months out, let's say I want to go from squatting 300 pounds to be able to squat 400 pounds. And this particular regiment, as it continues to change, it'll get me there eventually. For whatever reason, a month in, I am not able to see that anymore. Even, even if I don't plateau, even if I'm still able to increase weight to get closer to my goal, for whatever reason, I cannot get past that point. I change it. I go to a different, I go to a completely different regimen. I decide, oh, now I want to do fat loss. I don't even want to do muscle building anymore. So when that occurs, I am now further from my goal than when I started because now I'm no longer focused on that particular goal. I might be focused on something else. And you know, that's just the gym. It, it happens sometimes at work too, where I'm focused on a particular task, might get a new email popping up and I don't take record of the tasks being done because it isn't. And I move on to another task that may be less important than the one that I'm working on. And all of a sudden two or three weeks have gone and I've lost those two or three weeks, right? So it, is, it has been something that I have now acknowledged. We'll see. It's something that I, I understand that is it is something that I need to work on. Right. And, and of course, later on in this episode, we'll, we'll talk about how you can go about changing it. But I had I had to share that one A. And mm-hmm. 
the one B portion of this now is being able to, it, it kind of goes hand in hand, being able to stick with a nutritional plan that's right for me. That is number two. Mm. So each and every time I, I decide I want to go through and do another, you know, do another nutritional plan, or I want to change up my, my eating regimen, whether it's the timing or the amount of carbs I'm getting, protein, fats, whatever, I don't, I don't quite stick to what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Times where I've been able to make it a week or two or three, like for example, with the 21-3 method, I was able to go through it without any issues. But then at time periods after that, I might be, let's say I'm out of the state, I'm in a different state and there aren't those particular foods that I can cook at home, like a, like a regular meal. And I end up, I end up indulging in food that I know I should because I know it pulls me away from my purpose. It gets me further away from my goals and I am now off track. And what's crazy about it is I know that this habit is bad because of how I feel after how my body reacts to it. And yet I continue to indulge in it. And it wasn't, it wasn't until I would say, I would say it, it occurred to me when I came back from Vegas a few weeks ago and I knew that when I was out there, I felt completely different versus when I came back. Um, I felt drowsy. I felt, I felt really down. I felt, I felt clogged up, couldn't move right. Knees were hurting. Those all, all those telltale signs of when you're eating something that is bad for you versus something that is good for you. But now that I'm back on that track, right, I feel so much different than I did when I came back. I'm feeling lighter. I can move better. I'm more energized. And the thing is, this cycle has happened so many times in my life. But this time around, I see it a bit differently because I'm able to control those urges a bit more than I did before. Now, of course, it's only been about two or three weeks. So kind of going back to 1A, is this something that I know I can sustain? Is this new nutritional plan that I'm on good enough for me to be able to stick with? Or am I going to be tempted enough to go back to my old ways? So that is something, those, those two habits, 1A, 1B, sticking to something and seeing it all the way through and uncontrollable eating habits to the point where I'm I'm, I'm completely feeling sick. Are, are these, these are the things that are holding me back that I could see, right? So, so yeah. those, those are my, that's my 1A and 1B. If I was going to say um, that those would be my worst habits right now. Mm, wow. Um, ooh, you know, I think for starters, uh, commend you for being willing to be as um, vulnerable and honest with yourself and, uh, you know, constructive criticism for the better, uh, I think is the step in the right direction, right? Um, where ultimately, uh, now you can really take the course of actions necessary to be better, to feel better, to do better, right? Um, so got to commend you on that first day. Uh, I would say I fall along the lines of that. And I feel like a lot of our viewers and anyone, matter of fact, just kind of fall along the lines of what you just described of like uh, what you would consider to be worse habits. 
for me, I, I think what I would share ties right into that. And um, I, I'll delve in more and explain why in a moment. Um, but for me, I would consider my worst habit is uh, <clears throat> I have a tendency to overthink, just to just overthink everything. Uh, I, I like to tie that partially into uh, my OCD that I deal with as well. Um, and I've been doing with since I was a kid. It was something I didn't really talk about much very often. It took me a long time to get comfortable with saying it because I know it's there and I've worked on how to manage that to not let it be as compulsive in my life. Now, uh, who I'm pretty sure a lot of us out there overthink, right? Um, now, I said I'm going to tie that into what Jay was explaining and I'm going to do that now. I feel as though with everything that you described, even with the, our usage of the 21-3 method and it allowing you to create a habit um, and we applied it in methods to sustain it, the one area of, of opportunity to really focus in on is your emotional awareness of what you're feeling as you're going through the process of life and life events. I feel that to be a common theme that continues to happen um, in my life stunning around uh, overthinking situations. And in this case, we're talking about fitness and things of that nature, where as you described, when you, you know, you're on the road or you're doing something that requires you to not be comfortable and you get to a place of being extremely like uncomfortable. A lot of the times we tend to, by nature, look for a form of comfort. So in this case, like you said, where you're used to being, uh, disciplined within your purpose and eating within a, a, what you would consider to be healthy for you. And then I suppose you go on the road, you're looking for something to sustain the, that comfort of home or something to make you be able to deal with the emotions and the stress, the stresses of it. So I think like what I'm coming to learn, coming to learn with my experience is like overthinking in that way dictates my emotions of how I feel day to day about an issue or like, for example, with fitness and, you know, and I think most people can relate to it that if you're not feeling your best, you're not feeling that you're suitable, capable to do it, you just won't try. You just won't do because it's too much of a strain. And a lot of the times, again, it does revolve around your emotions and what you're feeling in the moment, right? Because a lot of times if you're feeling good, you're feeling great, you do in that way. It, but it's ultimately what you're telling yourself too. Sometimes you have to be your biggest supporter. You have to be your biggest cheerleader, if you will. And, and sometimes you got to psych yourself up. And uh, that's what I, I get in the habit of doing, or I'll recite things within my affirmations, but um, outside of it, just, all right, Will, you got to work out today. You got to do this. You have to do it. There's no no in it. It's, it has to happen. And um, I say it enough that it becomes habitual that I, I, I execute because with the more I say it to myself, I reflect on why am I saying this? And then I realize ultimately I'm doing it for myself. I'm doing it for me. Right. So it is falling in line with the purpose of, you know, self-development, um, self-worth, self-love, self-care, just, you know, loving myself the right way. So I think the trick to it is trying to find the balance and how to manage the emotional roller coasters that we go through life, which eat with each situation and, and circumstance, which is why I would say for me, like 
that the worst habit I have is overthinking because I feel as though that's the worst thing you could do. Overthink about situations and the things of events that has not occurred may never happen. Um, but again, that goes in line with the fear we were talking about for last week in episode 66. Um, but I think it all ties together because it does affect how you proceed with what you're going to do based on how you feel. And that comes from your thoughts. So I would say <laughs> that is something that is a constant struggle for me because um, the emotions range based on one thing to the next. But I try to be mindful in it, be aware of it so that I can feel my way through the process to be as best as I can be with whatever the situation or circumstance is, right? And be realistic because then I can actually take actions to control the narrative of it. Like if I feel like, I feel like crap today, right? Like right now, when we're done with this, you know, episode, I'm going to go work out. Honestly, my body is exhausted and tired. Like I don't feel like I want to work out. Uh, it's not because I'm overexerting it. It's just I don't feel like doing it today. I really don't. But I'm going to get it done. I, I'm looking at some talking to you guys, and I see representation and what this means to me uh, for the Promise Fitness, what it means to our community, what it means to UJ. So I owe it to myself. I owe it to give myself a little bit of love, right? Give myself a little bit of time. That ultimately, tomorrow, me will thank me for my actions today. So... You know, I think it really comes down to just uh, admitting what you're feeling, what you're going through, because you're able to better make an adjustment in the moment. So you won't rely on comfort because comfort will be as soon as we're done to go sit and lay down and just relax and just say, I'll do it tomorrow. You know? So all I have is my now and I want to feel good in my now. And I can choose that uh, in a way that I'm conscious that it's going to be better for me not something i'm using as a a crutch for like um like sustain myself emotionally because i'm uncomfortable with the thoughts of how i look or how i feel in the moment that 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 all makes sense absolutely does we'll see and i i think i think you put it exactly how it should be put it's it's crazy because at, at the times when we when we're going through what we're going through, whether whether it is not, you know, not seeing something out through the end, um, you know, sort of screwing up your nutritional discipline or, or overthinking things, we know both sides of that coin because we know how it feels like. We know how it feels like to eat clean. We know how it feels like to be healthy. We know how it feels like to see things through completion. We, we know that feeling, that, that, in, that gratification that we get when something's done, right? It's like, I can rest now. It's over. It's complete. It's, I can move on, right? And, and even when it comes to overthinking, it's like, oh, wait a minute. I've, I've been here before. I've done this before. I can do it again. I can, I can, I can work through it. I can, I can continue to do it. So I, I think, you know, along with acknowledging what that is and understanding what it is, you know, a, a big part about that is, is, is goal setting. It's, it's knowing exactly where you have been before, where you want to go and understanding how you're going to get there. That's why I know a big thing when it comes to the 21-3 method is journaling, right? Especially when it comes to not, not just what you did specifically, 
but how you felt while you were doing it. Right. So every time I would exercise on the bike, when I did the, when I went through the 21, three method, I would immediately write down how I was feeling. And if I didn't write it down, I recorded it. And that allowed me to have perspective in the moment so that when I would go back to those videos and try to understand exactly how I felt at that time, I would say, well, see, I've been here before. I've done, I saw that to completion. I went through all 21 days. I know how it feels to feel that healthy. I know how it feels to feel, to eat clean. I understand that. So what is, what is it that's blocking me from getting back to that point? And for me, it was, it was the journaling, man. It was, it was literally understanding how I felt each and every single day. I think if I did not know that, then I would forget that, that euphoric feeling of completing something and being healthy, knowing that my, you know, feeling my knees not hurting, you know, being able to walk without getting breathless, being able to, to climb a set of stairs without sweating, like all of those things at some point weren't there and I felt great. So keeping that in mind, understanding that's where I used to be and knowing that I can get back there again is what continues to push me. So in terms of being able to change that habit, that worse habit that you may have, it might be different than, you know, overthinking. It might be different than, you know, eating, eating improperly. It might be different than seeing things to completion. It might be cigarettes. It might be whatever it is, something that you feel is your worst habit and you are able to acknowledge the fact that it is, you must then understand what your purpose in life is. And that is not a simple thing to do. But once you, once you're able to meditate on it, once you're able to, to affirm exactly what you want to do and where it is you want to be, that purpose becomes clear right? It's, it's a matter of what your interests are. It's a matter of what your personality is. It's a matter of where you want to be, where you want to put your family. There's so many different factors that are, that go into your purpose and your purpose is unique to you. So make sure that you understand what that purpose is. And once you do set that ultimate goal for yourself. Now, ultimate goals change with time, of course, when you see it to completion, but it's important that you understand what that ultimate goal is so that there's something that you're reaching for. But of course, we do not say that you must run through the dark because you might run right into a brick wall. So here's what you do. You put little markers on the way to track your progress. Mini milestones. Those are the things that you watch every single time to understand, okay, I am closer or I'm a bit further from that ultimate goal. How can I manipulate this? How can I change this? while I'm still on the same track of meeting the expectations to be able to fulfill the purpose that I set for myself. And then ultimately, what you're going to want to do is create that mission statement that you can live by every single day. Affirm it. I, I, I'm serious. Like, stand in the mirror. Put a post-it up on your mirror. Write it on there so that every single morning, the first thing you see when you turn on that light before you brush your teeth is that. And you can't miss it. And as long as you can't miss it, as long as it, is, it, it, as it is in your face, it's in your mind, you're able to walk with it, all of those distractions that you tried to get away with before are no longer going to be there because you are rewiring the way that you think. And it's, it's important to do that if you're going to get to that purpose that you are ultimately meant to fulfill. So we'll see. I think, I think this, was a, this was a great topic to dive into 
especially being as vulnerable as we are with some of the, the, the bad habits that we have. Um, I think it's important that, look, all of us do, right? This is, this, is, this is nothing that is unique to us. We know that some of our community members out there are struggling to get through this. We hope that this episode 67 allowed us to illuminate a path for you to walk every single day, just 1%. I can guarantee you that eventually you will get there. Well said, Jay. Um, and just to take a just a quick step back to when Jay was saying about just the confirmations and what you're establishing and, and just reciting it. And that is definitely a huge, huge part of the process in your self-development. And uh, just, again, being your own biggest uh, supporter in that moment. So, you know, around these parts, we, we like to set it in stone as affirmations. So uh, that's what I do. I say it to myself all the time, um, especially when I'm working out uh, or I'm not feeling my best. I recite my affirmations that I've developed over the way because they are part of my identity. They're part of my emotional breakup of when I overthink and why I feel what I feel. So I address them. I say them. I recite them. And it's long and as often as I have. And I am better for it because I'm reminding myself of who I am and my worth. And you have to do the same. So it's really important that you take that part to home so you can identify what that looks like for you because each person is different, but it'll help keep you true to you. It'll help keep you in line, you know? So for me, and I always have this with me, again, it's representation of me never losing my way. Again. And my affirmations are all solidified as a part of this. So when I see it, it's a symbolic representation visually of who I am and my purpose and fighting my moments when I overthink so that I can continue to be me. You will see. So find who you are and develop your affirmations along the way. I promise you, we promise you, you'll be better for it. Absolutely. That's very well said. We'll see. And now is the time that we want to turn it over to you. You've, you've heard our stories. You've heard what our worst habits are and how we've been able to change them and how we are still constantly working on it because we are constantly growing. So we want to turn it over to you and ask you exactly what is your worst habit? How are you working on it? The best answer that we receive through our Chromis community will be featured on the next episode of your Chromis podcast. So we, we really want you to, to really dive into this one. Um, take the time to listen to it, whether you're driving, you're at home, you're cleaning, you're watching, whatever you're doing, however you're digesting these gems, we want to make sure that you're satisfied for the rest of the week and you can apply it into your life because action is the only way to move forward. Yep. And it really just is that simple. Um, you know, take a moment again to process what's been said to you. You play this if you need to, uh, if you're listening or if you're watching, replay it if many times if you need to to take the gems away that's more beneficial to your purpose and falls in line with it as we sure we got something that, that to offer that has definitely resonated with everyone out there so take it apply it utilize it so you're better for tomorrow today absolutely. start it <laughs> absolutely get started right now there's no there's no reason to wait right every day is yeah. a day man every single day is a new day and you know speaking of new days, uh, so to speak. 
we know that the news is constantly changing. It used to be every day where we would get something new, but now it's like every minute. It's every hour. I mean, you're through your feed, you get something new. Uh, and if you're scrolling on a particular website, so to speak, or an app that you may have in your phone called Twitter, and you're aware of the news, a man by the name of Elon Musk has bought Twitter recently. And his, his whole ideology when it comes to news in general is that, especially when it comes to Twitter, is, is free speech. You should be able to say whatever you want. Any idea that you may have in your mind, you should be able to express. And I would say to an extent, I agree. But I want to pose this question next week for episode 68 of the Acromas podcast. Should there be a limit on free speech? Ooh, man, you know, it's going to be an interesting conversation. Uh, <laughs> it's a matter of perspectives. So it's going to be fun to just kind of have to just kind of throw out and just share our perspectives and just discover them too, because uh, this can go so many directions, guys. So I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> it can and it will. Let me tell you, it, it is going to be it is going to be a pretty cool episode next week. I I can't wait to really dive into what free speech truly looks like. But look, I'm glad you guys have joined us this Sunday. Again, it, look, it's been a full week for you guys. The draft is already over. The NBA playoffs is going into that next round. It's it's crazy in sports. It's a great time to be alive. It's crazy in the fitness world, the sports world, and in the health world as we're in it, right? So I'm glad you're able to join us. I'm glad you're able to take that time out and look at this. For those who have been here before, and are still unaware of what we are about. This is something that I'm going to spell out for you once again. And here it goes. A-C-H-R-O-M-O-U-S. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on TikTok. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any single place in the world that you listen to podcasts, we are on. I can guarantee you that. And if you're watching us, just as I said in the beginning, I'm going to tell you again, in case you missed it, here's what I want you to do. I want you to hit that subscribe button. I want you to hit that like button. And then I want you to hit that notification bell so the next time that you hop on YouTube and you're scrolling down your feed and you see this episode of the Acromas Podcast, you will be one of the lucky ones to watch the entire episode. And ladies and gentlemen, most of all, we know what time it is. It's that time. It's free to do so. Why not get these? Listen, man. Look, guys, I tell you this every single week. So it is becoming a bit redundant for you who are watching and not doing it because it's free to get it. Do those things, man. Love yourself a little bit more and show us that you appreciate what we're giving out here to you. So please like our content, subscribe. Smash it and share it so you grow and everybody else that we're sending these gems out to is growing as well with our community because you're a part of it too. It's for you to do so. <laughs> That's terrible. I had, to get, I had to get that in. One more I know, time. I know. Right when I was, right when I was getting <laughs> in there. Oh, I will. No, that will never get old. That would never. That would never fail. And here's what I want you guys to do. I want you to have a great week. It is a beautiful Sunday. I want you to enjoy this upcoming week. Take action on those bad habits and continue to grow 
with none other than any Chromas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, until next Sunday, it's your boy, J.H. Gibbons. We'll see. Hey. Hey. <laughs>